This is a CBC Podcast. is not going to take it. Scott Moe says he's willing to break the law over Ottawa's plans to exempt home heating oil from the carbon tax. He spoke to reporters yesterday about the ongoing fight with the federal government. Well, I think part of the argument that they put forward as well is that we should elect more Liberals in, in the Prairie Provinces if we want an exemption. And what I would suggest uh, is that we should actually elect less Liberals across Canada, and I think that would solve our problem uh, just as quickly. Uh, the, the way for this uh, to ultimately, um, I would say the right thing to do uh, by, by Justin Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh is to treat all Canadian families fairly, treat all Canadian families uniformly, and remove the carbon tax uh, as they have done in Atlantic Canada uh, across, across the nation on all, all home heating sources. That's just one of the topics heating up our province this week. Joining us to talk about it, our political panel. Adam Hunter covers politics for CBC Saskatchewan. Murray Mandrick writes a political column in the Regina Leader Post. Hello. Good morning. Adam. How could Dee Snyder not make you happy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the Premier's concern about the carbon tax and home heating oil? He says now it's a two-tiered system. And before the, you know, the reason and reasoning why they lost the Supreme Court case in his mind to just, you know, simplify it is that there was uh, an argument that we had to have rules that were uniform across the country and that this creates this carve out for home heating oil in Atlantic Canada creates a two-tiered system which is unfair. Uh, he pointed out that in you know in Saskatchewan maybe natural gas may be cheaper in some areas than home heating oil is in Atlantic Canada. That's the argument from the Liberal government that in northern Saskatchewan in indigenous communities this is Scott Moe's words that we use heat sources that are more expensive or as expensive and those aren't being carved out. Uh, Minister Wilkinson with the federal government and Justin Trudeau the prime minister both say there won't be further carve outs. This has angered not just Scott Moe we're used to this here. This has got Carla Beck, the NDP opposition leader, in agreement with Scott Moe. This has uh, got Daniel Smith, obviously, Doug Ford, uh, even BC's pre- uh, premiers on board with this. So this is something that's unifying uh, many different provinces, many different leaders, and they're all singing from the same songbook. And in Saskatchewan, surprisingly, you know, as we're used to in the legislatures, there's not a lot of agreement. And we even had the NDP agreeing to vote for a motion that was, in the, in the words of the government motion, the Liberal NDP coalition in in Ottawa and you know, blasting this decision to uh, make a two-tiered system. And so Scott Moe is going to a meeting with the premiers starting this weekend in Nova Scotia, of all places, one of the provinces that's affected. And he says this is the number one uh, item on the agenda, what he's calling the carbon tax crisis. What do you make of all this? Well, as, as Adam says, he's going to Nova Scotia to this uh, premier's meeting. I really think he's going east to drop off flowers to Goody Hutchings. Like, I mean, because I can't think of anybody that's done, short of Justin Trudeau himself, that's done the Saskatchewan party government a bigger favor this week. When she went on CTV News and basically said, well, you know, liberal... Uh, Atlantic Liberal MPs uh, lobby for this, and maybe the problem is that we don't have enough Prairie MPs. It's absolutely everything that Saskatchewan hates, and 
when it's absolutely everything Saskatchewan hates about Ottawa, it's absolutely everything the government in power wins. Look at what Scott Moe has been able to accomplish in the last week after emerging from that emergency session where they look pretty dour, pretty down. Even the throne speech, and Adam, I, uh, I were just talking about it. It wasn't sort of the usual up beat mood. Something has clearly changed in the wind. You can see it in the MLAs who all of a sudden have a bit of a spring in their step uh, uh, this week. You can see it all over the building. Something has clearly changed and it's pretty easy to figure out what. It's the fact that they now have been revitalized by having this easy federal liberal target saying something incredibly stupid. Sass, uh, uh, Scott Moe has united all his enemies, the Saskatchewan United Party, the NDP. They're all squarely behind him on this particular issue. This is just a, a wonderful political week uh, for Scott Moe. And yeah, there's issues with the teachers. There's issues with a whole bunch of, of, of other things. But he knows that he and his strategists know that if they can keep the focus on this particular issue – it's a win for them, and they're away, a year away from an election. Well, I heard uh, quite a few um, lines in the sand being drawn this week, including, of course, the consequences of breaking the law. But I'm also seeing this morning that the federal NDP is maybe on side with the Conservatives on this. And so how do you see this resolving itself? And this is what the government has asked for here in Saskatchewan, and they constantly call. They say in the question period day after day, call your leader as if that's how it works, but it works politically messaging wise. They say to Carla Beck, call Jagmeet Singh and tell him to get on side with us essentially. And if that's what's happening, we are seeing this unifying against the liberals on this issue and because of their messaging. And uh, like I said, across the country, this unfairness and now uh, Sask Energy may be opting out of collecting and remitting natural gas. That's $172 million last year to the federal government. Um, we had the premier send that little nice little kitchen video, you know, where he was telling everyone that they were going to opt out. The next day, basically, Dustin Duncan had to say, well, just hold on a second. We are going to make sure that none of the Sask Energy board and executives get sued. We're going to figure out how we do that so that we are liable, the government and myself as the minister, but not the board and executives. It's not clear, and the lawyers I talked to say that the government's not getting a get-out-of-jail-free card because this policy it essentially changed. They'll still have to pay penalties and fines if they do opt out by January 1st. That may not matter. What do you see the resolution being here? Well, uh, I don't think the federal government's going to move, which you know will be on their tombstone. Uh, like Justin Trudeau's gone. Pierre Polyev is going to be in Regina for the SAS Party convention one doesn't have to be a genius to see where the polls are going and, and how this is moving. I don't understand uh, why the, the liberals are so oblivious and, and why they wouldn't do something logical like tie it to income, tie it to something else that makes sense. I get that home uh, oil, home heating is worse than than for as a polluter than natural gas. But I don't think the federal liberals do because guess what they're doing in terms of trying to change electrical generation and uh, and natural gas use. It's, it's a fight that they're not going to win. And I don't know if the federal liberals realize they're not going to win. So if you're asking where how this plays out, this plays out in a huge majority government for the conservatives. Well, you mentioned teachers earlier, Murray and Dee Snyder. Uh, that song is also 
been their anthem, Adam. What's the latest on negotiations between teachers and the government? Yeah, that's why we're playing that for people that weren't aware. The, the teachers have been using that. We're not going to take it as one of their anthems. The STF has been playing it. And last week, there was a huge rally outside of Paul Merriman MLA in Saskatoon Cabinet Minister's office uh, organized by the STF. They played that song. Someone posted that on Twitter, tagged Dee Snyder, and Dee Snyder said, hey, <laughs> rock I think, on, <laughs> unionist. Rock on. Oh, yeah, he was on board. So it wasn't, it didn't backfire in any way if anyone was expecting that to happen. He was, uh, he was on, uh, uh, he was on board with that saying teachers need more, should get more money and more respect. So the teachers would have loved that. Um, and they say, Mo, we ain't going to take it. That's why uh, they've used that song. They've changed the lyrics slightly, but nothing's happening. It's stalled completely. There's a, a, a rally this weekend at Jeremy Cockrell's office in Battleford, and we asked him about it. He said, have people make sure they watch out for the traffic because it's a dangerous, dangerous intersection, dangerous corner. So he's playing traffic safety minister, but there isn't a lot of talking. And the teachers, as we talked about in the past, they're nine of their 10 issues they say aren't being talked about. And the government says you're not at the table. There's completely uh, an impasse now. Murray? Well, the problem is, is always we only really encounter teachers for a brief period in their lives, and mostly it's a time when we're not old enough to vote anyway. We have fond memories of teachers, but if you're a grandparent or a parent out there that no longer has a kid in school, uh, you're not as sympathetic to the immediacy of uh, the, the situation or the issues. And the immediacy of the situation in terms of what's going to happen is we're going to see job action. But generally speaking, in rural Saskatchewan where it seems Sask Party uh, MLAs all of a sudden feel very safe, that's really – not a detriment to their ability to to get reelected in a year from now, and we're less than a year away from uh, an election. So politically, this tends to be uh, unfolding as the government wants, and I get how much that must anger and frustrate uh, teachers because they do have legitimate issues that have nothing to do with whatever went on those billboards this summer. Uh, the cost taxpayers one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. From a government that says, well, we only negotiate the bargaining table. Nope. You negotiate with those big fat billboards. And uh, I get why the teachers are angry about that and will continue to be angry, which is probably why we will see job action. But politically, I don't see that hurting the SAS party. You guys, thanks very much. You're welcome. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.